could was not an easy one. It was filled with potholes, long detours in the backwoods, running out of gas in the bad part of town, a burned out clutch, a leaky gas tank. You get the idea, right? <laughs> but growing up, I wanted a large, loud family. I wanted a dozen kids. I'm not kidding here. I wanted exactly 12 kids. But got ahead of them. extreme pain in my lower right abdomen. So I know what most of you are probably thinking in the appendix, right? That's what I thought too, but when I woke up from surgery, it was not my appendix. It was my right ovary. It had died and had to be removed. Um, instantly, my uh, chances of having a large family was cut in half. Um, but like the infomercials we see late at night, but wait, there's more. <laughs> the doctors could not tell if my remaining ovary was working or not, so at that point, nobody knew if I'd be able to have kids. I was devastated and crushed. But lo and behold, a month and a half later, I got pregnant. I was ecstatic, to say the least. But I was in the Navy, about 2,000 miles from home, my boyfriend and I had just broken up and I had learned that about six months after I was to give birth to my son I was going to be deployed for 12 to 18 months being a single parent not an ideal situation so I made the difficult decision to end my Navy career and move back home to be with my family and my family was amazing um, starting with my dad he flew from Colorado up to Maine to help me drive my car the 2,000 plus miles home. Now, if you've been pregnant or you've had friends that were pregnant, um, you probably know what it's like towards the end of the pregnancy. So imagine traveling across country with an eight month pregnant woman. Um, lots of pit stops. Yes. <laughs> um, lots of stops for chili cheese nachos, which was my one craving. Um, the constant complaints of back aches, but my dad was a trooper. He did the whole car trip without a single complaint, um, but a trip that took us, should have normally taken us about two and a half days, took us about five days to complete. Uh, but we made it in one piece without incident, and I was finally able to relax when I got home. About a month and a half later, after about 26 hours of labor, I and when the doctors finally placed him in my arms, I knew that I had been blessed. Um, when Nicholas was about two years old, we were at a point where we could move out and be on our own, but our family still remained supportive for us. Um, I started going back to school to get my degree, and my priorities were my son, work, and school in that order. Um, for the next 12 years, I pretty much focused on that, uh, mostly work after I got my degree. Um, and so when Nicholas was about 12 years old, I decided it was time to start putting focus on myself. And I decided it was time to start dating and um, decided to join an online dating site. Um, 
I met a few guys on the site that nobody I really clicked with until a few months into my membership, I met Chris. Um, we had talked for a few months online and on the phone before we finally met in person. And when we met in person, uh, we sat down and started talking and I heard this little voice in my head, sorry, this is gonna be corny, but this voice said, this is the man we're gonna marry. And I just knew. Um, we had so many things in common, our faith, our love of animals, especially dogs, our desire to have more kids, to name a few. Um, but the greatest factor was that he truly cared for and loved my son. So two years later, we got married. Um, shortly after we got married, we decided to try to start expanding our family. We weren't young anymore, like most of the newlyweds. Um, and um, after about a year of trying without success, we decided it was time to go see a fertility specialist. Um, enter in all the fertility tests, the procedures, the shots for hormones, you know, the fun stuff. Um, including, I had to have surgery to remove my endometriosis. While we were going through all this treatment, we had started talking about adopting. And when we were dating, Chris and I um, brought up the subject of adopting, and he knew it was something that was a big factor in my life. Both my, or sorry, my dad and all my uncles were adopted by my grandparents. Um, just very inspiring stories, and I knew it was something that I wanted to do. Well, uh, we decided that, well, let's go ahead and research this some more. And we connected with an adoption agency, and we got our name on a waiting list. Now this waiting list was not the waiting list to here's your baby. <laughs> it was the waiting list to get certified, to become adoptive parents. Um, so while we were waiting, we continued the fertility treatments, but after many more months, it got, um, my endometriosis actually got to the point where I can no longer function normally. And we knew I had to have a total hysterectomy. This was one of the most difficult decisions I ever had to make because it would be closing and forever sealing up the door to having more biological kids. I decided before surgery that I would go through counseling to help me cope with the emotional aspects of the hysterectomy afterwards. Like the last thing I wanted to do was wake up and be in the hysterics um, about the sudden change of our, our lives and our plans. So after the surgery, I did not wake up in hysterics, thankfully. I did deal with depression and a lot of crying, just dealing with the major loss. But two weeks after my surgery, about then, we got a call from our adoption agency telling us that we had made it to the top of the list and it was time to start the certification process. We were so excited. Finally, we're seeing this ray of light and this hope in our lives. Um, so we began our paper pregnancy. And lots of paperwork, interviews, home studies, references, physical, background checks, more interviews. It goes on and on. But we were so excited about this and this new phase of our lives that we went through it without a single complaint. Um, and about two months after we started all the paperwork, 
we had our portfolio done, we were fully certified, and our information was submitted um, and ready to sit there for a, um, birth parents to look at and hopefully choose us to love and cherish their child. So the, when the first year came to a close of us waiting to be picked, um, we, were, we were still excited. But the second year came and went, and we were a little bit excited, but starting to feel dejected. The third year came, and at that close, we, we were losing help. Um, we were feeling rejected, um, and it was a silent rejection you never hear from the birth parents um, why you're not picked and it was a very difficult for us uh, thing for us to go through but we decided to get recertified one more time and this would be the last time because we weren't getting any younger and the recertification process it's not exactly easy in the moment. Um, so my husband and I decided to take a morning off of work because we had a ton of paperwork that we had to get done and turn into our adoption agency. So we just getting, we're just going to get it all done in one shot. We ended up taking separate cars and had decided to meet at his office that morning um, to get the last of the paperwork certified or excuse me, notarized. Um, I arrived shortly after he did and when, we got, when I got there he looks at me and he says we need to talk. Four words no one ever really wants here. So he pulls me into his office, closes the door, and turns around and says, our adoption agency just called. We have a son waiting for us in Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> you draw, draw, drop into the floor in disbelief and the million questions of who, what, when, where, how, and it just, you know, a hundred thousand thoughts flowing through my head of going, Oh my gosh, is this, is this real? Is this really happening? Um, once we realized that this, is, this didn't really happen, uh, you know, we, the next 32 hours were a whirlwind of activity, uh, including our, telling our son, who is now our oldest son, Nicholas, um, and the rest of our family about our new addition, um, booking plane tickets, packing, rebooking plane tickets because of flooding in the south, um, repacking because we realized, oh my god, now we have a baby that we're packing for, um, and finally getting on the plane and heading to Louisiana the whole time wishing we could get there faster than was possible. But when we got to the hospital um, and the doctors finally placed our new son in my arms about 22 years after my first son was placed in, in our arms. I knew that despite all the roadblocks, potholes, and all the issues we had on this wild parenthood journey, it was all 